0: Hello everyone and welcome to our program, the Truth to Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition with Vic Batista and Nathan Jones. And it's great to have you tuned in to today's program as we're going to be talking about a very important subject matter called Heavenly Hope. So you want to stay tuned in for today's program. And of course, for those of you that are following us live via social media, you can feel free to blog in your questions or your comments for today's program. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer.
1: Lord Jesus, we thank
0: you so much for this opportunity to study your
1: words, to study your blessed hope, the rapture of the church. Pray that uh, you will speak through us, Lord, and pray that you uh, will bless us and all who are listening
0: in in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuned in to the Truth to self the Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition as we're going to be talking about that incredible encouraging topic of heavenly hope, so stay tuned for today's program and today's program is sponsored by Calvary Broward Calvary Aventura and the Truth Will Set Free Ministry and of course you can find more information here on www.tway.tv again, those of you that are tuned in live we thank you for your prayers and your support for our program feel free to post your questions or your comments for Nathan Jones or myself there but before we continue I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he would Tell us how his week was. Nathan, how are you doing? Hey, brother. Good to be with you. I really appreciate the opportunity to share God's Word on all these different online venues. Uh, Thank you so much. And uh, Nathan, it's just exciting to see all the wonderful things that God is doing. Uh, Always excited to see what God is doing in Texas. Before we started, I asked you how the weather was. And you told me it was a little bit raining and a little bit dreary, right? (laughs) you here this year,
1: praise the Lord. I hear uh, you getting that in Miami, finally.
0: Yes, and, well, and that's what we were talking about off-air earlier, that the grass here was so brown. I really appreciated a little bit of rain this time around, Nathan. So. <laughs> well, we celebrate uh, and praise the Lord for it. That's That's <laughs> absolutely right. Oh, Nathan, so it's exciting. Nathan, also, we were talking a little bit about all the wonderful and exciting things that God is doing with uh, Christ in Prophecy, landline Ministry, a lot of the conferences that you guys are being invited out to. Uh, can you talk to us a, a little bit about that and also your contact information in case someone out there is new and they're not familiar with all your resources? Well,
1: again, my name is Nathan Jones.
0: I'm the Associate
1: Evangelist and Web Minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Folks so can check us out on our website at lamline.com or christandprophecy.org, and there you'll find a wealth of information about Bible prophecy, Talked particularly from our senior evangelist, Dr. David Ragan. You can watch our television show, Christ and Prophecy. We have many articles, magazines like the Lamline magazine, the e-newsletter you can sign up for, social networks, daily uh, blog, brother. We want to teach people about God's prophetic word. We also have a big conference coming up, July 14th and 15th and we're concentrating on the Blessed Hope, which is what our topic is today. So folks can watch our conference through streaming on our website at landline.com or come visit us here in Dallas, Texas, and you can attend personally
0: July 14th and 15th. Wow, Nathan, that is so cool. So today people will get a glimpse of the conference, and of course you're going to expand a lot more during the conference. That is so exciting.
1: It's an exciting conference. You know, a lot of
0: people concentrate on the gloom and doom of revelation or you know, Antichrist, and all this terrible stuff. <laughs> but really, Bible prophecy
1: meant to give us hope for the future, the victory that is Jesus Christ's return to set up his kingdom. So we want to share that at our conference this year. And you'll find that all over our website. Give you
0: hope for today and hope for the future. Mm, thank you so much, Nathan. And that's why we're very excited. We want to encourage, hey, if you're in the area, be part of these incredible conferences. Uh, today, uh, Nathan, I know because of Modern Technology, also your annual conference, you streamed it last year, and it's awesome uh, with technology now, right, Nate, to be able to do uh, Would that be part of the plans for your annual conference this year? Yeah, we. I uh,
1: maybe the last three or four years we've been streaming it. Uh, which mean is we have about a thousand, eight hundred to 1,000 people who attended in person, but we have about 10,000 streams. And, you know, I really appreciate Calvary Chapel Aventura being a host church where people can come to your church and watch the conference. Uh, at least in the past, uh, I need to sign you up if you're doing that this year, brother. And, uh, you know, we'll get uh, to have people come in. So, you know, we have thousands and thousands of people attend this conference. We have great speakers, particularly our own Dr. David Reagan. So check us out. You don't have to register if it's online, but if you're coming in person, please
0: register while seats are limited. And, ooh, thank you so much, Nathan Jones, and of course we are excited uh, for that, and um, just a lot of great speakers and great resources. And uh, we also want to thank those of you that are that are supporting a lot of these ministries through prayer and your financial contributions for Christ and Prophecy Landline, and uh, just a lot of wonderful outreach mediums uh, that they have. So take advantage of that and uh, be good students of biblical prophecy. So Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that, and uh, uh, again. We're just excited about today's topic as well. You know, Nathan, last week, I have to say, um, you and I, as we were talking about this topic uh, of the rapture, uh, there are so many um, avenues uh, to go looking at this subject matter, but one of the avenues that you and I were touching on last week was the uh, the rapture, uh, devilish deception, or heavenly hope. And I want to thank you for, uh, again, clarifying for us Uh, those two terms, because when we talk about the Bible, we see more of a heavenly hope perspective than a devilish scheme of the enemy. Would you agree with that, Nathan? I would agree
1: with that. Uh, A lot of times the teaching of the rapture of the church is very negative. Uh, There's a lot of people are very high rapture, and I think we covered that very well. Uh, So let's get to the hope, man, because that's really what the rapture is. I don't know why there's so many people so angry about the rapture, you know, Saying it's not teaching in the Bible, and it clearly is in 1 Thessalonians 4, caught up. We say use the word rapture, but if you go back to the original, caught up in the Greek, it's harpezo, Mm -hmm. When the Bible was translated into Latin, which is the Bible that people use for 1100 years, it's rapio, and we transliterate it into English, which is rapture. So uh, the term is there in the Bible, the concept is there in 1 Corinthians 15. That's right. right or John 14, is a very biblical concept, and it's a concept greatly tied to what we're taught in Titus 2, where verse 13, yes. uh, where you're meant to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God, and Savior Jesus Christ. Right there, the rapture of the church, the return of Jesus Christ, you catch up, you snatch up, to rapture the church up to heaven, before God's
0: wrath is poured on this earth and the, the tribulation truth. is meant to give us great. Wow, Nathan, I love that passage, and I'm so glad that you elaborated on that, because there, verse 13 of Titus 2, says, looking for the blessed hope. And Nathan, you and I today, we're not looking for the Antichrist, we're looking for Jesus Christ. We're waiting for the rapture, right? Right, right. I believe in what's called a pre-tribulation
1: rapture. In other words, when God pours his wrath out upon the world in a seven-year tribulation, that he has promised in many verses, including, say, like Revelation 3.10, First Thessalonians 1, 10, and others, that the church is not meant to endure God's wrath. Therefore, we will be caught up, captured, raptured up to heaven before the tribulation comes. And there we will be up in the Lord, with the Lord up in heaven. So, that is a blessing oh man. God's wrath comes on the world. And 21 judgments that Revelation describes that pretty much destroy the world, yeah. kill most of the people, It's a horrible, horrible time to live in. It's like the flood. It's God's wrath upon the world for its sin. The church, we who believe in Jesus Christ our Savior, are not meant to have to live during that time
0: period. So that is actually a tremendous hope. Absolutely, and that's what it is. The world today is living in fear. There's a lot of people that don't seem to be seeing any hope in the future. But according to the Bible, One of the greatest er, uh, areas that we see uh, talking about hope, it's it's almost like uh, we also read here in in, in Titus. It's it's actually called a a blessed hope, Nathan, right? In other words, it's something special uh, that Christians really should look forward to. Well,
1: it goes with the theme, Uh, second uh, uh, Titus, excuse me, Titus, (laughs) (laughs) first and last, there is no second Titus. Uh, it's actually part of looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ is a message that Paul has for Titus on Christian living. And yes. it's part of being a Christian.
0: Yes. And if I could read the whole passage, I think it will put it in context. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it,
1: all right. For the grace of God and bringing salvation, in other words, Jesus, has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness godliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, mm-hmm. righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed, hope, and glory, of of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, mm-hmm. zealous for good works. So speak these things, exhort, rebuke, with call authority. Let no one despise you. So here again. Looking forward to Jesus's return should be part of what it means to be a Christian.
0: Yeah. Well, Nathan, what a you know I'm so glad that you read the whole passage because lifestyle is so important as we're walking through this world and as we're waiting for the for Jesus. One of the greatest ways that we're going to win people to the Lord and believing our message is by our lifestyle. So it does matter.
1: It does. Uh, you were asking about conferences. I was at another
0: conference of last week
1: called the. Mid America Bible Prophecy Conference was hosted up in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, man, it was a cold day, and I needed (laughs) coffee. So inside the hotel where the conference was hosted, they had a Starbucks, and there was this little barista. uh, She was working her way doing multiple jobs through college, and you know I'd come one day and order coffee from her, and then the next day was another cold day. I got another Starbucks. I can't drink as much Starbucks as you do, brother. (laughs) I was working on it there, and she says, she says. Why are you so happy and cheery? Most people that come here are miserable. Wow! I was like, wow, that's so honest. The you know, only a, you know, a twenty-year-old can be that honest. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, for one, I'm a Bible conference, so I hope I you know am happy and, and excited about the Lord. And it was actually a great opportunity to give her one of my books. I wrote a book on the Minor Prophets uh, along with Pastor Steve Powell. And you know, she wanted to know. What was my source of joy? And, brother, you know, Christians, if they live godly lives and they have the joy of the Lord in them, people notice. And when people notice, it's our opportunity to share our faith with
0: them. Wow, I love that. Thank you, Nathan, for sharing that. And, I, you know, I, I do drink a lot of Starbucks coffee, so I'm going to, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to Starbucks Anonymous, okay? <laughs> Are you? Yep.
1: <here>? S.A.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, listen, but actually, you made a good point. These these social places are, always, are also a great place to witness, Nathan. And our hope that we have, man, we need to share that wherever we go. Whether it's a Starbucks in the workplace, I think it's fantastic that the Lord used you that way. Well, man, I got the key from you because... I have
1: never seen anybody who goes to Starbucks so much that the staff gives them their personal code for the bathroom. And brother, you you are always working your office out of Starbucks there, and you right. that just are so natural with people. You know, you can share the gospel with people, and you're where the people are. Increasingly, the people today are in coffee shops. Yes. And brother, I can thank you for, for showing the love of the Lord to so many people there. We can all take a note from how you uh, witness.
0: Well, praise the Lord. Nathan, it's that you and I, we are very excited because we believe God has given us a great message. And it's a message of hope. It's not uh, uh, something that, uh, like the rapture, that it was a a devilish scheme that was made up uh, by someone in recent years. But it's just that when we look through the Bible, we see God's blessing and his promises on those that are looking for his appearing. Nathan, one of the passages that I love the most, also in biblical prophecy, maybe you can take us there, is Revelation 1-3. And in Revelation 1-3, uh, you and I were excited about Bible prophecy because of what the Bible has to say to those that really take this message uh, and take time to study it and take time to dissect it and then share it with others. And if you could talk to us a little bit about that passage in Revelation 1-3, Nathan, maybe for someone who is new out there and doesn't see what the Bible has to say to offer for those that really are seeking the Lord.
1: Great choice, in verses. Now, Revelation is, is the only book in the Bible that not only once but twice offers a blessing for those who read it yeah. and keep those words. So, verse 3 reads, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the
0: words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Isn't that awesome? And, and Nathan, okay. as, we, yeah, as we talk about offering hope, like you said, here is actually a blessing that is offered to someone for taking the time uh, to simply read the scriptures as, as faith value because that's why we need to take revelation, right? Yeah, a
1: little interpretation always makes
0: sense.
1: If the plain sense makes sense, look for no other sense unless you know nonsense. <laughs> that's the golden rule of biblical interpretation. And uh, reading Revelation, it's a shame that so many churches That pastors avoid Revelation. Right. Because here we are told that reading it and keeping the words, you will get a blessing from the Lord. And man, I read through Revelation many times. You and I, you know, we both talked through Revelation many right. times. time. We uh, have a blog series on the Christ and Prophecy Journal at ChristandProphecyBlog.org where you and I spend 90 sections, 90 different uh, segments going over the book of Revelation. So, yeah. And it was a great blessing to me. Even today I got an email from someone who said they just finished going through all 90 lessons, and boy, do they appreciate it. So people are blessed when they read yeah. and study Revelation. So uh, that's part of our blessed hope. Man, if the rapture of the church is a future prophecy and what how that unfolds in the scheme of Revelation is a future prophecy, then knowing it means you are blessed by knowing it. Wow. That gives us hope
0: for the future. Well, and Nathan, I was thinking to along the same lines. Not only are we blessed, not only is that one of the promises, but actually the Bible promises a crown, right, Nathan, uh, for individuals that are looking for uh, the, the appearance. So we get blessings, we get crowns. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? <laughs> well,
1: there's quite a number of crowns in the Bible One of the great blessings of, of being a Christian, you know, of course, our sins are forgiven. The blood of Christ purifies us from all unrighteousness. So we don't need to do works to right. earn our salvation. Jesus did the only work on the cross. But we do works to serve the Lord. And those yeah. works will be rewarded, actually, shortly after the rapture. When we are raptured up to heaven, we know that there's going to be these three things that Christians will do when we get to heaven. While the tribulation is raging upon the world, one, Christians will receive their uh, the rewards for mm-hmm. what they've done on this earth in the Lord's name. Uh, two, we will celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb, which yes. is a great celebration where the church is unified with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And three, we'll be preparing to return with Jesus Christ back down to the earth when Jesus
0: comes at his second coming to finally defeat evil and set up his kingdom on this earth. Praise the Lord. Thank you, uh, Nathan Jones, for sharing that. And for those of you that maybe just tuned in, we see a number of you following us via social media. Thank you for following us and feel free to post your questions or your your comments there for Nathan Jones or myself. But you are tuned into The Truth Who Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Nick Batista, my co-host Nathan Jones, and we're talking about uh, the rapture, uh, that heavenly uh, hope uh, for those who are seeking after uh, the things of the Lord. So Nathan, talked about crowns, we talked about blessing, we talked about hope. I mean, uh, there's just so much, so many wonderful reasons why we should consider uh, believing and trusting in the rapture. Now, we know that there's different beliefs out there, Nathan, but good Christians, right, that they don't believe the rapture as we believe it will occur, but then again, we should not be divided uh, over those things, right? Right, right. The rapture of the church is what's called
1: a secondary doctrine. It's not a primary doctrine where we know that it uh, covers the subject like Jesus is the only way to salvation. He is uh, both deity and humanity in one. That he was virgin birth, born, He was resurrected from the dead. You know the Bible is the inerrant word of God. These are the primary doctrines. The uh, the rapture and when the rapture will happen is secondary doctrine. And therefore, Christians I don't believe should separate fellowship over it. Although interestingly enough, they often do. But uh, that I found that verse uh, you were. Concerning the crown of righteousness, I did want to point out that it's 2 Timothy 4:8, now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous Judge, will award me on that day, the Rapture, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for His appearance. Well, wow. so there we go. There is a crown. Now, bear in mind, this crown isn't a reward for us. Particularly, it's the Lord Jesus Christ doing his work through us. Amen. And so it's the reward for allowing the Lord to work through us. And we read, when we read in Revelation that the elders, the 24 elders yes. who sit on crowns around the throne of God, they take, uh, excuse me, thrones, they take off their crowns and they put them before the Lord as an act of worship. Now I'm sure they put them back on their heads again, but it's an eternal act of worship. So you got to ask yourself, what kind of crown? Are you forging in this life? Mm. Are you forging yeah. a mighty crown and it's so big you can barely walk and that's your act of worship forever? Or are you building this tiny little pier- uh, a pierre yeah. or a little ringlet? You know, I mean, you want something to, to really show the Lord that you have served Him and let Him work through you. And one of those crowns, and I don't know how you stack crowns, but it works somehow. <laughs> um, one of them is a crown of worship. And that goes along with the victor's crown, which we read in 1 Corinthians 9, about striving to the end. There's the crown of life in James 1.12, for those who persevere under trials. There's the crown of rejoicing, rejoice in Philippians 4.1, for those who stand firm in the Lord. Uh, there's the crown of glory, 1 Peter 5.4, uh, the grand glory that never fades away when the chief shepherd appears, the Lord's Jesus. And these are the crowns that the Lord talks about. But, you know, Physically, there are rewards in heaven, and others will get new names, I don't know, you won't be called Victoriano, I won't be named (laughs) anymore, the Lord will give us names on marble, of white robes, of glorified bodies, but the real reward is to be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus
0: Christ, the spiritual rewards are the true rewards. Wow, what a great point, thank you so much Nathan for sharing that, and of course for those of you that are tuned in, listen. There's a lot in the Word of God, a lot of promises, a lot of blessings, a lot of rewards. And, and all those are promised to those that have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ personally. And that's why we encourage you. We do these programs to encourage you to come to Christ because He has so many wonderful blessings abundantly prepared for His children. And if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, uh, every week we give you an opportunity to, uh, to come to Christ. And last week, Nathan gave me the opportunity and this week, maybe Nathan will give you the opportunity to share with that person on the other side how they can trust Christ uh, even right now.
1: Well, uh, John 3.16, I think it encapsulates it all. That's For God right. to love the world and He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish yes. but have everlasting life. So there's a faith involved, a faith in Jesus Christ. There's a trust that Jesus Christ has died for our sins, there's an acceptance that Jesus Christ should be our Lord and Savior. There's a repentance to repent of your sins, because your sins are what put Jesus Christ on the cross. He did the only saving work. So in your heart, pray something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins, and Mm -hmm. be my Lord and Savior. And he promises to do just that. He will forgive your sins, your guilt will be cleansed, and you will inherit the promise of everlasting life
0: with him. Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that and again, maybe you trusted in Christ on the other side of this camera or or my voice we would love to hear from you write to us, 1000 Foster Road, Holland, Florida 33009, we'd love to send you a Bible or give us a call at 305-992-9537 and we'll love to pray with you and give you more information so that you can grow in this wonderful relationship uh, with the Lord. And, and it is that simple. You trust in Christ, He promises, He will grant you uh, eternal life and all the wonderful things that we are, we are just talking about here that, as well that go with being a child of God. Uh, Nathan, I know we don't have a lot of time left to the program, but since we're talking about the rapture of the church, I wanted to see if maybe we can also briefly go to 1 Thessalonians uh Chapter Four, uh, because in First Thessalonians four, as we're talking about uh, again the hope of the rapture, I just find that there's hope here. Loved ones that have passed away, and we're wondering will we see them again. Uh, uh, you know, will we be reunited with them? Well, First Thessalonians chapter four uh, gives us another wonderful hope and another wonderful promise. Uh, Nate, will you be able to read for us First Thessalonians four verses thirteen? Uh, uh, through 18, maybe someone on the other side doesn't have a Bible, so they can kind of uh, follow along with us?
1: Certainly, certainly. This section is, uh, if you're some of your Bibles, my title is The Comfort of Christ Coming. Mm. And that's true, but it, it's a great comfort. It starts with verse 13. Where the Apostle Paul says, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep other words, died, lest your sorrow with others who have no hope. together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we
0: shall always be with the Lord. Therefore,
1: comfort one
0: another with these words. Ooh. And Nathan, I, I mean, a number of times we find the word hope there, and we close with the word comfort. And I mean, that to me sounds like a wonderful, wonderful thing in why we should be expecting of the rapture, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, Paul has talked about comfort
1: and hope. I mean, the rapture is meant for that. Now, we live in dark eight times, and they're getting darker and darker. But they're not going to be the darkest time. That's right. The yeah. worst time in all of human history is prophesied to come in the future. It's called the tribulation. It's seven years of basically hell on earth. And it's a way that God will purge the world of his evil will bring a great multitude of people down to their knees to finally accept jesus as savior and for those that fiercely reject god they will take what's called the mark of the beast the antichrist mark they will pledge allegiance to satan and their salvation uh, will never happen they are uh, condemned to hell god widows the earth so that there is what's called the sheep the, those who accept christ and the goats who reject christ so that when he sets up his kingdom a remnant of believers those who accept jesus as savior during the tribulation they live on into the millennial kingdom, and so, man, the new age doesn't start with Jesus as king. It starts with all Christians on the planet. And we who've been raptured, will have our glorified bodies, and we too will be there, and we will serve the Lord, and we will be rule with Him. It's part of the promise of the church that we will rule with Him. So, what a time to start! I mean, we got to get through some seven bad years on this earth, but for the church, we don't have to worry about those seven years. We're up in heaven with Jesus. We come back with Him. We watch Him defeat evil. We watch Him set up His kingdom. And man, I am looking so forward to Christ's kingdom here on
0: this earth. Praise the Lord. Nathan, you and myself as well, and many, many other Christians. And uh, those of you that are on the other side, we pray that you would grab hold of this hope that is found in the rapture, just like we read here. And that hope is for you. So we want to encourage us. We get ready to close. Man, study biblical prophecy, take the time to be a student, go through the word of God, go through the book of Revelation and see why we are so excited. And again, it's just really, really awesome to see, again, there's a lot of devilish deception up there, but it's not coming from the word of God. The word of God offers us hope and that hope is found in our relationship with Jesus Christ. So Nathan Jones, what what an amazing passage you just closed us with. And uh, I want to thank you so much, Nathan, every week. Uh, for joining me and opening up the scriptures for those individuals on the other side. So, Nate, thank you again for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful week.
1: Thank you, brother. You as well.
0: Thank you so much. And again, we ran out of time. Big Batista Nathan Jones, saying goodbye, May the Lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you. And remember, our lines will remain open. If you're in need of prayer, we'd love for you to give us a call, 305-992-9537. 321 anytime, or write to us. 1000 Foster Road, Holiday, Florida, 33009. So we will see you all next week, Lord willing. And if the rapture happens, then we'll see each other in heaven. Have a great day.